You know, we didn't think our marriage would last to chapter 90, <laughs> much less this podcast, but here we are. On today's show, we have an explanation of all the emergency numbers you will need when visiting France, and there are quite a few. And along with the clocks changing, so does Julie's closet. Take me, God, take me now. <laughs> this is Jeff and Julie moved to France during a global pandemic. Okay, so here we are, chapter 90. Let me see if I can do this in French, okay? Oh, yeah. Uh, chapitre 99. Parfait. Perfect. So... It's my favorite number, by the way. Anything in the 90s is my favorite number in French because with all the sophistication there is with this language, all the tenses, oh, conditional passé and subjunctive and... And masculine uh, and feminine. Masculine and feminine. Mm -hmm. The way you say 90 translated into English is 4 times 20 plus 10. With all the French sophistication, this is how, that's the best they could do. The best they could come up with for the number 90 was 4 times 20 plus 10. That's mm -hmm. as good as they could come up with. Uh-huh, 90. Brilliant. That makes sense, though. Oh, yeah. The math adds up. Why, why, didn't, they, why didn't they just go, I don't know, uh, uh, 9 times 10? Why didn't they do that? Well, because they start with 80 at 80. It's <laughs> okay. four times twenty. Yeah, 80. yeah, no, I get that, but you're you're not really making a point uh, for them uh, because it's the whole thing is ridiculous. It's just come up with a number. A, a, no, we don't in English. We have a number for everything. We don't add to create a number. You don't go four times twenty plus seventeen equals. Oh, yeah, and then, oh, my favorite is 70s. That's another favorite of mine. Not, you know, you got soixante for 60, but, oh, for 73, it's soixante treize. Right, 70 Brilliant. plus 13. Yeah, I know. The math works. Just yeah. leave it alone. It's been like that for centuries. But just come up with your own number. Oh, my God, it's insane. Just leave it be. Speaking of bees. <laughs> <laughs> We have no bees again. No bee story, no bee visit. It's been raining so much. I can't believe how rainy October, the it, end of October has been. It's not do be, it's don't be. Don't be, no. And and this is the third time that we've had to postpone a bee visit. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I Maybe it's just not in the cards for us. I, I yeah I I don't know what to say and you know the poor lady that we were going to go visit I uh, had to again cancel but it's it's actually her request like she was saying uh, yeah let's let's not do this uh, with with rain because you know you're I guess she's got those hives all spread all over and you're yeah. out in the long wet grass and you yeah know, and and am I correct in saying that bees don't like rain yeah well you can't they, yeah yeah. So, so it's not good for the bees. It's not good for the bee lady. And it's not good, it's not for, good for photos for yeah. or anything like yeah. that. So I don't know what we're going to do. We'll try again. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to work next week either because we're going to get into this uh, throughout the podcast because we have so much bad weather here now and still to come. So it's I, I just just whatever we will we'll we'll get to it and I think it'll be on a surprise level. Uh, sure, great. You know. Sure. Um, before we get into this today, because we have lots of uh, stuff to get to, I just. I have a, 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 a rule that maybe Netflix and Prime and all these 
TV provide streaming providers could just oh pray tell just it's just it's just a pick of mine and maybe you could you guys who are making these documentaries about murders and stuff because we like the crime stuff we like killing so if you could just keep this in the back of your mind okay because uh, we were watching this thing from Australia I don't mean to wreck the ending but we were watching it was like was it a two or three part series I think you, it was three yeah. And uh, it was about this little community of 11 people, and they all hated each other. Okay, so so that was kind of <laughs> that was kind of interesting. And then there was this murder. But in future, Netflix, everybody, if you could just keep this in mind, no body, no arrest, no convicted killer. You don't have a show. No show. <laughs> it's about nothing. No show. Don't waste <laughs> our time. If you got nobody convicted, nobody arrested, and nobody. It's not a show now. Have you noticed how often we now start a show and within five minutes minutes. we're out? We we started watching. (laughs) Holy cow. We started watching a a movie called Babylon, and we thought— Margot Robbie and Brad Pitt, and we thought it was promising about old Hollywood. Yeah. And the opening scene has an elephant in it. That, well, the, this, uh, this 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 1920s car is climbing up this hill, and it starts losing its footing because it's got this huge elephant in in the back. So Einstein here comes up with the idea: feed the feed the element elephant, and he processes the feed and poops all over him. This is the start of a movie, like buckets and buckets of of liquid brown stuff being ejected onto it this was, guy. It was not a good start. We were for eating. Me. We were eating yeah, dinner. <laughs> it, was, it was not a good start. And then the next scene was even grosser. And we just said, "Okay, we're, we're out." I don't care who's in it. We're out. Click <laughs> onto the next. Yeah, yeah. onto another documentary about a murder that isn't solved. Ay. <laughs> Okay, I gotta, I gotta calm down here. Um, we do have good news, and that is that uh, the fiber guy came. So <laughs> this was kind of funny. I, I felt a little uneasy about it all because he, we, we were thinking of changing providers, but he was here. He ju- came right up the driveway as opposed to yeah, in person, not an email, not a text, just yeah. And, and we're clients of this current provider. Yeah, and we were gonna, you know, consider switching, but consider switching because we weren't very happy with the the current service um but you know he came down with a list of reasons why we should remain customers the pricing was right the you know the whole well, uh, installation is is free well let me t- I'll I'll go over the the whole package here in, in a second just so that you, you know for for you people in, in Canada you can compare the difference because this is one area where things are a lot more reasonable here but you know i mean he came down and one of the things that occurred to me was, okay, you do enough signing up, you do enough form filling, you know, you, you do enough, uh, you know, getting you our- Me personally? You or? personally, yeah, oh, yeah, you, Julie. Yeah. Yeah, you do enough I of do. the stuff in French, uh-huh. including, you know, we're right in the throes of reapplying for our residency status, so which that, we have to do every year. So that we don't get kicked out of France. 
So I just thought, okay, if we go to another provider, you're going to have to go through all this stuff all <laughs> yeah. over again. You're going to have to show them this, show them that. Oh, yeah. you know. and, and your specific needs for the studio. And, yeah. and that's the thing. I know how to speak French. I don't know how to speak tech. Yeah. So that, that's it's complicated and stressful for me because I, I'm not sure I'm conveying, you know, all of the requirements that are needed. In any case, um, you know, Mr. came down and gave us the Coles notes of what will happen if we um, stay a client of theirs. Mm-hmm. And the first thing was that within uh, 10 days, or yeah, close gonna, to it. It's going to be in. Uh, it's going, yep, they're going to come there's, and do the installation, and which no, is no easy pro- process here. No, we're quite a ways from the road. But yeah. he assured us that it was still going to fall under the free installation category. And, you know, it's uh, to get that done in 10 days with another company, very unlikely. Very unlo- a new company or new agreed and with free installation and with free installation. So here's the I'll just give you this for you, for you people if you have fiber up in Canada because I remember what our bills were in Rockwood. They were outrageous with Bell. They were just insanity. Well, we had we had Bell and Rogers. Well, we had the, yeah we had a Rogers hub because we were never able to get fiber out there. So we had our uh, Rogers hub, but then we also had satellite to the house, and so it it was. And We're then paying phones, hundreds, hundreds, paying hundreds, hundreds of bucks. Yeah. So here's our a deal. Yeah. Here's our fiber deal uh, moving forward. 5G's down and uh, upload of 1G. That's good. A whole sure. gig. That's a, that's fantastic. And then we have multiple Wi-Fi transformers and receivers throughout the because we have. Yeah. What are they called? They're called like they they, they transfer the the signal. Yeah. yeah. So we can have it in three different lo- four different locations. Right. Right. Uh, and then you get uh, also with this package a 20 uh, gig portable internet, mm-hmm. and it's about the size of a, a little phone, and you can take it with you whenever you travel. Yep. And boom, there you go. You don't have to, you know, boom, there's your there's your internet no matter where you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get TV, mm-hmm. including Netflix and stuff, and two uh, decoders. Yes. Uh, free installation and all that stuff for 52 euros a month. Uh, I think that- but first, we get... Oh, two yeah. months free. Two months free. And, and then it goes to 41 euros a month. For six months. For six months. Right. Forgot and about that. Then it hops up to the the, the, the final rate. Yeah. So, and that is all for just a one-year commitment. So, you know what? Uh, I think there are some things that do pretty well here, and that is certainly one of them wireless. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, you know, you, you were so funny when you saw the man at the gate and you saw, oh, my goodness, it's the guy. It's the guy. You came running into the house. Julie, Julie, put your shoes on. Come on. <laughs> you got to go talk to the man. <laughs> yeah. And, and the only thing that bugged me about him is he was in a rush to go for lunch with his wife. Well, it, Dude, <laughs> if you're coming down this laneway, you better be uh, prepared for some questions. I mean, look at the distance from, you know, the, the road to the house and all that stuff. And here he is trying to rush us through this thing. He did. He did. All, he walked the property. He answered all of our questions. Yeah, but he was fidgety but, and. Yeah, yeah. He was antsy. He was. But maybe he's just that way. But mm-hmm. you know, we we now have a contact if something goes wrong, and uh, he okay. he was a nice enough fella. So, no, no, he was fine. So yeah, uh, you know, in a a week or so, a little over a week, uh, we will um, finally have fiber. After being here for three years, and and Ooh. after the fiber was planted just outside of our place as a tease yeah. since uh, December of 2020, I think. No, or 2021. 2021. Yeah. So two years, yeah. it's been out there just waving, saying, <laughs> you can't have me yet. <laughs> 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 
Well, now you will have it, and、yeah. you will be happy, and it will no longer, hopefully, be a topic of conversation or an area of concern. We can scratch that one off the list. Yep. Let's hope. Yep. <laughs> you notice when we scratch one thing off the list, there's something else that gets added to the bottom. But anyway. And we've got we've got this weather now. Oh, we've been socked in with the rain for the past. I want to say ten days, and not just light rain. No, I'm I'm talking buckets and buckets of of rain. Deluge, and it's going to be here for another week or two at least. Well, at least a week, and that's because of of the storm that hit、uh, northern France called Kieran, and、uh, it it hit very very hard with gusts of winds that were. Over 200 kilometers an hour, and you know, I was wondering what they were going to call this because it's really hurricane strength, but they they don't have、uh, that kind of description for it. They call it something else here. They call it a cyclone bomb, and it's a bomb because it happens very quickly and it's very explosive. And this is all because of the drop in barometric pressure, right? Yeah, the, the the further the atmospheric pressure drops and how quickly it drops, I think affects how quickly the storm will form.、Mm. So I think、uh, northern France is out of the red right now,、um, and、uh, the the rest of the country will get its fair share of winds and and rain. But、um, uh, the I think the most damaging part of the storm has passed. Yeah, and and、uh, huge storm surges like. They were talking about eight meters, which I thought was high, and then didn't we hear something about twenty meters of storm surge? Yeah, something like twenty-one meters. Holy! That's huge. Yeah, that's crazy, and and、uh, these gusts up to two hundred kilometers an hour. So they were warning people who were on that sort of northwestern coast、mm-hmm. uh, to like batten down the hatches,、yeah. and, like take in all your pool furniture because things were gonna、yeah. fly, and and there was a death. Uh, one, uh, yep, one、uh, death, a few injuries. Yeah,、um, and、uh, and millions of people are without、uh, electricity. Yeah. yeah, no, it's 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 not good, and、uh, I think it's going to sort of obviously the winds are going to as it gets you know landbound, the winds are going to calm down, but we're still in for a, a whole ton of rain over the next little while. Yeah, there's been so much rain on our property that we've got mushrooms. Yeah, growing. Everywhere, these white mushrooms. I guess we'll have to take it to the pharmacy to find out if we can eat them. <laughs> There you go. Such the weirdest thing. <laughs> And of course, they're blaming the storm on North America. Well, but North America's got its own problems. Like、uh, it, it, this week, like Denver was like minus eleven already. Yes. Yeah, and California hit highs of thirty degrees Celsius. Yeah, so that's part of it,、uh, and it's all on you know it, it it's it's because there's such dramatic differences in temperatures. It has something to do with the jet stream. It pushes air across, and so it's coming across the Atlantic, and and going over well, England.、Yeah. And it's it's believable because we. They told us that the forest fires from New Brunswick、uh, and、huh? Quebec were coming over here, and we smelt them. Yep, yeah, just lightly, but they, for sure. And that's where they came from because、yep. we didn't have any here. And we're we're lucky in our department that、um, we're not we're, we're probably not going to be on any kind of alert because we're、yeah. just enough inland that we won't have the storm surge. And we, you were saying that what the waves might be eight meters high. 
Well, I just, I mean, again, that that's a that's a storm surge that's equivalent to you know what you get in uh, in Florida during a, a hurricane. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's very serious, and the weather alerts are out, and you know I can tell that something's a little off. I'm a little bit moody because of the barometric barometric and, pressure. And you're rarely moody. I'm yeah, but the dogs are really acting differently. And, uh, you know, I think they're, the, the barometric pressure can influence them. They're just, you know, sleep all day and mope around. Yeah, they're lethargic. They don't have the same energy. Um, so, you know, the weather does affect uh, dogs as well as, as humans. And they can actually detect and determine a drop in atmospheric pressure mm-hmm. before we can. So if you see that your dog is acting weird, it might be because there's a storm coming. That's like squirrels and they're foraging. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. we were told, uh, and I always thought, oh, this is right out of the m- mythology of the farmer's almanac. But uh, we were told when we were in Rockwood that if the if the squirrels are foraging like big time for the acorns in, you know, October and mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. look out, look yeah. out. And it, it was true. Yeah. So... Storms is the topic of my French phrase of the day. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I got you, You've given me, uh, oh, here we go, another crash and burn. You know, here's the thing. You, you guys, I, I, I can function in French. I know you don't get that from these, where I just bomb on these French phrases of the day. But, like, I'm, I'm okay. You know, like, yeah, I'm, I'm out yeah. there. It's just, you know, sometimes, I, I try to find... Uh, phrases that um, have words that you recognize. Yeah. Uh, and, and sometimes that's difficult because when they're citations, yeah. they're usually using higher form French. Yeah. So and um, I'm, I'm against that. <laughs> so this is uh, the French phrase of the day. Laissez entre la colère et l'orage qui la suit l'intervalle d'une nuit. And that is from um, Jean de La Fontaine. Um, keep okay. Keep the difference between uh, uh, colère is is that a kind of storm? No, colère is uh, anger. Oh, okay. Entre la colère et l'orage qui suit. Okay, so keep the the difference between anger and a storm. Qui la suit. Yeah. Suivre. Oh, follow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. follow intervals in the night. <laughs> I don't know. Your poor little face. You look like you're four years old. Well, because I just, just lost your best friend. <laughs> I can't get these things. I don't know. Okay, so it said. I'm an idiot. It says, um, leave between anger and the storm that follows a night's interval. Right. So, yeah. so what they're saying is, leave, let time pass between anger and the storm. But then there's another saying: don't go to bed angry. Well, everybody's got their own, you know, thing. Is that what it's talking about? Is it? Yeah, they're they're saying just leave leave some leave some space between anger and the storm that follows. And and I've 
always tried to do that. Like, it, you know, when you, something really fires you up and you're, you're anxious and angry and, and you're at your computer and you're pounding on the keyboard and a bunch of, you know, awful stuff is coming out. And and I always wait. Oh, you're, you're the best at emails. I, I used to just get on there, bang, 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 send, and, you know, <laughs> often regret it. Yeah. Uh, but you, you you know what you do, and this is this is a really good habit that you have. Uh, you go, you do what I did, except you put it in draft. Mm-hmm. And especially if it doesn't require an instant answer, which most of those don't. Right. Uh, and then you reread it the next day and yep. you go, oh, let's just back off. Let's take the teeth out of this. Let's just yep. smooth this over. Yeah. You're really good at that. There's so a that- little, yeah, I think, I think it's wise to have a little cooling off period, especially if you're about to send something that is, you know, uh, filled with venom and, you know, nasty yeah. bits. Well, I should have got that then. Uh-huh. So, one more time. Laissez entre la colère et l'orage qui la suit l'intervalle d'une nuit. All right. I, I'm st- I think we should cancel this feature. It's not, it's not going well for me. Oh, it's up to like you. like a moron. <laughs> Un idiot. No, not at all. I, I, th- I think you learn words. Like, you, now you've learned uh, colère. You, I think you yeah, knew I mean, it. I can string stuff together. Like, you know, I've, I've got sentences. I know a lot of verbs. I know a lot of tenses. But when it comes to these things, they're, they're just so foreign. And Well, it's because it's not d- daily speech. Like, yeah. it's not like, uh, puis-je avoir une tasse de café, s'il vous plaît? It's not... It's not Going to the store. This is something that was yeah. written by, you know, uh, a highly... Um, Erudite. Yeah, I got it. Exactly. I got it. I got it. All right. Well, I'll just keep plugging. Maybe put some moron ones in there for me. Like, I, you know. I try to find them. There <laughs> are none. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move on here. We have a couple of interesting comments from our Facebook page that I just want to get to before oh. we move on to uh, cool. the rest of the stuff from uh, uh, in Chapter 90 here today. Uh, from uh, Steve on uh, last week's show, the Halloween show, and and he's uh, following up on the stuff that you were talking about regarding you know the pagan holiday and everything. Oh yeah. Uh, hey Jeff and Julie, we love your podcast. My wife told me an interesting fact about ghoulish costumes. Apparently, pagans believe that the veil between the two worlds is thinnest on Halloween, mm. so malevolent spirits could walk among us. Mm. People believed if you dressed up like a ghoul, the actual ghouls would think that you're one of them and wouldn't bother you. Okay. Looking forward to your future podcast. Super interesting. Yeah, I know. Yeah, well, and, you know, again, it's not, Halloween kind of comes and goes here. Well, I mean. It's not as big a thing, especially in rural France. I think in Paris, they're starting to, uh, you know, embrace it a little bit more. There are parties and, you know, but I don't think Halloween in general is as, celebrated neither is valentine's day no that's true it's a good thing for you yeah i'm gonna have to uh i'm gonna have to cut back (laughs) on that to what well god it's just to one chocolate (sighs) it's like a birthday and then it's christmas and then it's valentine's day then it's our anniversary and then i got a second mortgage the house um so Tracy Webb uh, reacted to the stuff that we were talking about regarding the new Broadcasting Act and Bill C-11 uh-huh. in Chapter 88. And uh, in there, I was just sort of reciting what the government is introducing in terms of myths and facts about the new Broadcasting Act because there are so many opinions out there about it. I just wanted to stay away from that. And if we just go with the myths and facts, that way... 
when they do screw up ultimately, and when I, I not if when, then mm-hmm. then we can go back and say no, no, but you it's guys, writing. you guys said yeah. this. Yeah. But she said, hey Jeff, I heard you talk about Bill C eleven. If you want to learn more about it from a lawyer who has testified in front of government and Senate. Uh, then check out his podcast, Love Your Podcast. And so, you know what? I listened to it, and I want to give this guy a a little shout-out, especially if you're a fellow podcaster. You may want to check this out. His name is Michael Geist, and he has a podcast called Law Bites, B-Y-T-E-S. And in chapter, or his episode, 181, he goes into the nuts and bolts of this thing. It's it's a lot of minutia, but I find it extremely interesting because he he goes into the various definitions of the Broadcasting Act and how it eventually could be interpreted uh, with the government to get little podcasters like you and me and others to have to register and and be regulated. So, you know, I'll leave it at that, and if you're interested in it, Go check out his podcast, Law Bites, B-Y-T-E-S, with Michael Geist. So this week there was some very sad news. Um, A fellow who grew up in in Ottawa, Canada, Matthew Perry, passed away very um, tragically. And um, I, I think I told you the story, Jeff, that when I was teaching tennis in Rockcliffe, which is an area in Ottawa, um, a, a, a woman who was, who loved to be around young people invited myself and and Matthew, who's a few years younger than I am, to uh, to dinner. So this is when he was a kid, and I was just a, a, you know, early twenties, and um, and it it was a, a lovely lovely time, and he was actually a really good tennis player. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he had a ranking, a local ranking, but, you know, he, he was good at it. And I think part of the reason he moved to Los Angeles with his, his birth father was so that he could, you know, take take the sport, sport a little bit more seriously. Year-round, yeah. But in, instead, he decided to go into acting, and that was a great decision for him. How talented. Mm-hmm. How wonderful. Well, you know, anytime uh, an actor... Uh, does something that no other actor could do or very few others could do. And and by that I mean, okay, here's your script. Mm-hmm. And what are you doing with that script? And if you watch those Friends episodes, his form of sarcasm mm-hmm. and the way he brought stuff off the paper uh, was unlike anyone else. And that's why his character was so successful and so prominent on the show because he really had a way of delivering the lines. Yeah, I think he was a fan favorite, you know, internationally. And Friends was uh, dubbed into French. So it it garnered quite a large following here in France. So the guy who did the dubbing for Matthew Perry's character, like, does that stuff all come off uh, in French as it did in English? Um, so I watched a few clips and, and he's really good. Like, it, it you know... Of course, it's not the original. Well, you can't directly translate it anyway. No, right? but apparently in his dubbing sessions, he was allowed to improvise because you know, humor is so different between North America and Europe and, and specifically France. So, you know, he, he did all 10 seasons 
of of the character of Chandler Bing. And, you know, he, he's been in the press recently just saying that he feels like a little part of himself is gone because mm-hmm. he was so attached to to the character. But this guy, he's he's been the voice of of Dean Cain, of Michael C. Hall in Six Feet Under, of Matthew Broderick in in the The Lion King, of of the majority of Jim Carrey's film. So he's oh. he's he's no slouch. So it's it's uh it's very uh it's very sad for for us to to hear about Matthew Perry um passing mm-hmm. and hopefully the the friends show which airs on Netflix will keep on going for a long time. Now, here's a question, uh maybe you don't have the answer for it, but would there be a separate dubbing for Quebec or would they just adopt the stuff that was done from France? I think it's it's cost prohibitive for you know, Quebec, which is a province, to, to dub a, a, a project um, when it's already been done in mm. French, France. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there there have been there have been lots of arguments and fights between Quebecers in the dubbing industry and France in the dubbing in- industry because they want to make sure that they get their fair share of the dubbing work. Yep. Um, and and Quebecers have long long been told that their accent isn't appropriate for international work. And they've they've fought that hard. So there are some Hollywood films that get dubbed in Quebec. I remember I used to do a lot of dubbing. Remember that when I was in Montreal? I oh yeah, I do. Yeah, because the stuff would come in in all kinds of languages, uh, and then I would have to do it in in English. I did some in Toronto as well, but the one that I remember the most was having to do a sex scene. Oh yeah. And the girl was like in the right here to my right, like yeah. we were just separated by a. You know, a thing like a, a partition, and there we are, just making all these noises, and then, and then you got a whole room of people on the other side of the glass. It's so embarrassing. Yeah, you, know? you had some, you had some good experiences too, right? When you dubbed some animation characters. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Did a lot of the anime stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Sailor Moon. You were Doctor Who. Doctor Tomo. <laughs> <laughs> the evil Dr. Tomo. Yeah. And, and you know, th- that whole Dr. Tomo thing with Sailor Moon, that was like over, a, I think, what, a summer? And it was maybe three or four or five sessions in there. Uh-huh. And it's like the number one thing when you Google me. It's like the number one yeah, th- like- or, or IMDB. It's like the number, the Dr. Tomo, what? <laughs> it's like you, know, you haven't done anything else. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like red, green. Oh, yeah, it's over here. Uh, oh, 35 the- years in radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that Dr. Tomo. Yeah, well, Sailor Moon has some some, some fanatical, right, F- like, oh yeah, um, it's crazy. Friends of mine still do the what do you the comic cons? Yeah. Oh, they're oh, yeah, they're yeah. insane. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. they have a whole following, a whole following. Uh, it's craziness. Um, you know, before we go today, I, I I just been thinking about this, and it's something that I feel st- again stupid that I didn't know until recently. We've been here three years, uh-huh. and I you know I I didn't know what the nine one one number was. Right. Okay. Um, and because it's not the same. Nope. So when you come to France or Europe in general, yep. you don't dial 911, you dial so European wide 112 yes. is the overall emergency number yes. in France. Yes. And I think other countries outside of the EU has have adopted the 112 number as well. Outside of the EU, okay. Yeah, outside of the EU in in Africa and in okay. Uh, and if you dialed, apparently, I don't know if this is a fact or not, but if you dialed one one two 
in Canada, it would redirect you to 911. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, but in France, of course, they had to uh, make it even more difficult. Although there's a part of this that I actually like because if you dial these separate numbers, it goes right to, for instance, Pompier, so the fire department. Yeah. So if you have a fire, you dial 18. That's it. Yeah, yeah. 1-8, and yeah. boom, you get and, – and, and so now you're kind of – you're you're getting past all the first few questions. Mm-hmm. What is your emergency? All that. I mean, and now it's where's your fire? Right yeah. away you go. Yeah. Uh, and then if you want, if you need to call the police directly, it's seventeen. Mm. And um, and then just overall emergency. So uh, this is not only to get you into emergency, but uh, the number fifteen is if you know you're bleeding out or someone's in con- unconscious or you've been a health. Emergency. Yeah, a health emergency, you dial 15. Uh, there are other numbers here, and I'll uh, try and remember to take a, uh, a photo of this and put it on the Facebook page, at Jeff and Julie Move to France. But the uh, the 15... <laughs> well, we're, we're familiar with the 15. <laughs> We've talked about that before. We, yeah. we had to get a code to get you into Emerge once. Yeah, we went to emergency like we would mm. have in Canada, and they go, what's your code? Huh? Mm-hmm. My, co- my code is, I need to be here. That's my code. No, 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 you have to call 15, and and then th- th- that's when the triage begins. And it was a bit of a pain in the arse when we did it, but I, I've got to say I do like this because, as you mentioned, in the in the triage process, you're talking to a doctor. Yeah. Yeah, right? exactly. And and they can assess the level of, of, of urgence or emergency uh-huh. um, based on the symptoms, your age, the length of, of time you've been in, in pain or affected. And so when, when you know, the conversation was over, he gave us a code and we went back to the <laughs> front door. <laughs> we were just outside. Yeah, we were just outside. <laughs> and we just, and the guy comes back to, and to, to let us in. And what's your code? Oh, 42. Okay. We, Here is your <laughs> it's 99. Yeah. Anyway, and uh, and and it, that worked out really well. And because with that code, the people yeah. who then who we then talked to knew all the stuff because that triage doctor sends it all along with the code. So it's a, it's a pretty good system. It is. Yeah, I think it it saves a um, you know wasted space at emergency for people who go for small, very small things. All right. Before we go today, this has to be done every year. It pains me to talk about it. It's it's something that if I had a therapist, I would probably bring up. What's that? Your annual closet changeover. Well, Holy, it, this just it, takes well, over the house. <laughs> well, it it happened in Canada as well, where I flip out my clothes for the two major seasons. So I've got my, my spring and summer clothes, and mm, then I've got my brother. fall and winter clothes and boots and shoes. And so I take my the past season's accoutrements out, and I rearrange them in the, in the closet, and then store away the other clothes until six but, months but you, from now. You have to understand our, our place looks like a war zone. There are there bins. are these bins uh-huh. all over Hell's Half Acre. Mm-hmm. She's got stuff strewn on two floors of the house. It's and here's here's me. Okay. <laughs> Okay, here's me. I take, I take, I have two drawers. I take the t-shirts that I was using in the summer and I move them down. 
And then I take the long sleeve shirts and I move them up. And I, I'm done. Those are my two drawers that I've been allotted in this house. Well, I don't throw things out very often. And, and when I was a working person, I, I had, I, I admit, I admit, I, I had, you know, uh, quite a wardrobe. And it traveled with me to France and now I'm just trying to organize it Two properly. Two full rail cars worth of uh, clothes <laughs> that came with Julie's stuff. And then everybody's everybody looks at me. Well, you brought, you brought a tractor. I can't believe. Oh, that's nothing. That's nothing. I brought a tractor. Look at this. Well, I use my clothes and you use your tractor. So you know what? If you want to go check back to our moving uh, podcast where all the stuff was strewn <laughs> on the road. That's all Julie's. It is not. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Anyway, it's a ritual. It lasts about a week. Oh, just, so. like, just like your birthday. <laughs> All right. I think our, our little end of the show tee-up uh, for the following episode is jinxing our bee visits. You even mentioned it earlier today on the show. Yeah, well, there's a bunch of bad weather coming to our region. So next week's show will be another roll of the dice. Yeah. So uh, I think, you know, next time we, or, or whenever we get to an apiary, it will be uh, on a surprise uh, basis. I think that's a good plan. All right. That is episode 90 in the can. We'll see you next week for chapter 91. Au revoir. A très vite.